to the Evil G Podcast. It's episode 93. 93, we're up there. We're heading that big 100 soon. That is true. That was weird. Um, yeah, 100. we got to do something special for the 100. Or we just Don't. skip it. Oh, <laughs> People just go mad from 99, 101, going, where the fuck's 100? Yeah, that's how we celebrate it. We take a week off and relax. <laughs> just put up, like, bird noises. <laughs> Us doing bird noises. <laughs> That'll be the 100th episode. <laughs> nah, we'll figure something out. We will. By the way, fun. I'm gone, and that's you. Threatening you with bird noises. Yep, yep. <clears throat> Well, actually, that was me who said that, but <laughs> but I agreed, so you know. So well, I was like, I was going for shoot birds. You want you want working birds, as we're just working <laughs> as birds. Or we'll get the whole evil D crew together, and it'll be a game to guess who's doing the bird sound. <laughs> Except we're all just shouting at the same time. <laughs> uh, if you were to do a bird sound, what bird would you do? I hate birds. You hate birds? They're all <laughs> bastards. Do you not know this? But don't you eat chicken? Yeah, but that's dead. That's the only good bird is a dead one. <laughs> okay, okay. Did, did you okay. actually not know this? The, I didn't know the, this. You don't know this story? I don't even know that I had this... I guess it's a phobia. Um, right. It was in... It was over in Tokyo, me, Eugene Ninja and Amy, um, and I think it was Amy saw an oil cafe, and I was like, ah, oh, I want to go to the oil cafe, and I was like, ah, oh, whatever. What? Um, they have like, you know, oils and other birds of prey just sitting there that you can hold or pet, and I got oh. in, I got in there and quickly realized, hmm, not a fan of this, <laughs> not enjoying this. You just felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, huh. As like getting that up close to them. And then there was like, uh, fuck the pigeons in Barcelona. They can go fuck themselves too. <laughs> well, pigeons are just flying rats. Eye. They can go fuck themselves. But yeah, that, that's that's how I discovered I don't like birds. Is huh. So you didn't it, even know about this? No, because it never really crossed my mind. Um but yeah, I thought, yeah, it was that that wasn't wasn't great. And you look at them up close, and you see the fucking talons and the beak, and you're like, yeah, I could fucking have my eyes out if it wanted. <laughs> well, yeah, could I? I, um, <laughs> I didn't know that we had like fucking eagles and stuff in the UK. Oh, I did you know? I didn't know that. Apparently, like, up in Scotland, there's, like, these golden eagles and stuff. I've been, obviously, watching the new David Attenborough show where he's actually just reviewing the wildlife in the UK. There's fucking killer whales around Scotland. How cool is that? Yeah. I, do you not know that? I didn't know that either. They come in the summer, they hunt sea lions, <laughs> and then they bugger off again. It's practically in the fucking Arctic Circle, like, so, you know. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Aye, they come, is it from Greenland? They come down in the summer, they hunt the whales, and then they bugger off again. So they don't even come down here because they like it. They come down here because the sea lions are kind of thick and easy to hunt. Fair enough. Anyway. Just, just, just uh, Saturday night in Glasgow, sea lions. 
<laughs> just out in Glasgow, and there's a fucking killer whale bait and shine at a sea lion and ate it. Aye. Same old, same old. I guess we should talk about games at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we have to get off the nature stuff. Oh, wait, that's the other thing with birds in Japan. It's like if you're oh. eat, outside eating, they will swoop down and steal the food out of your fucking hand. I got yeah. hit up the back by uh, some sort of hawk. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of hawk. Yeah, yeah, it was a bird of prey, uh, anyway. It stole um, my friend Chris. He was eating a, a wee manju, which is like a wee, a wee cake thing, and it just came and, and took that shit. It was like, that's mine now. Uh, class. You know that is the thing. In cities, animals have came to the conclusion that you know humans are stupid and easy to steal from. So yeah, they will you know converge yeah. on cities and just steal shit. I've had a deer try to steal my map before as well. <laughs> what the fuck is the animals stealing shit off you? It's like deer comes wandering over, and I'm like, oh hello. And then it's like reaching for the map. Hey, fuck off! I need that. <laughs> Oh, animals are dicks yeah map right. stealing deers <laughs> uh, g- games then uh, yes games 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 do you, do you play the, you, you played right. something for about five minutes but yes I did I did I caved in and I downloaded the Resi 4 demo um, and after about five minutes I was like no I can't keep playing this this is this is special it's, and it's terrible and I can't <laughs> it's gonna be unbelievable I, I know that much there's a couple of things that happened in the demo that i was like ooh, ooh. so i think a lot of people thought this was just going to be resident evil 4 with a nice new graphic overhaul but no to, to what I, I i respond have you played two or three exactly that is I, not the way these have gone no way I think a lot of people were thinking this, so because obviously Resident Evil 4 is so highly loved and it already had the behind-the-shoulder thing, they were sort of thinking, oh, well, they're just going to do, you know, there's not much they can already do because it already is a third-person whatever, but I do, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to... Sp- Even the little things that happened in the demo, because there was something happened and I went, ah, oh, damn it. That would have been class if I didn't know about that now. So like, <laughs> right. Right. I got to stop this. But there is definitely difference, and I mean there's some big differences, and as far as I can tell, it is still going to have action, but it's going to be nowhere near as action-packed as it was, as far as I can tell. Um, Enemies are very tough, uh, very similar to Resident Evil 2 and 3, where they're not just dropping in a bullet or two, they are fucking taking a lot to put down. So, I the demo the demo literally starts at the start of the actual game. You know, you know where the cops gone missing, and you go looking for him. Yeah, and it takes you into the village and all. But I didn't, I didn't even go to, I didn't even get to the village. I'm pretty sure I got to the village gate and went, no, nah, I don't want to do this. I want to wait for the main game. It looks incredible. It plays very similar to two and three. So Leon's a bit more heavy and weighty. You know, it's got that sort of, you know, unlike the original four where he's basically like Superman whizzing around the place and, you know, backflipping and doing all that there shit. Yeah. This is more, you know, what if a normal man was caught up in this situation? 
I'm guessing by the end of the game, though, he will be doing his old shit because I know I've seen in a trailer or two, he, he drops a suplex on a boy like he does in the original because you can't take everything out. Hmm. But there's there's like hiding and everything in this. Oh. Yeah. There's like, oh shit, there's a lot of them. What do I fucking do? I've got three bullets and they're not dropping ammo when I kill them anymore. Oh shit. Oh, so, they don't do that at all anymore? Well, I don't know if they'll do it any you know, completely or maybe not as much or something. Um, Cause you know, the couple, the, the couple I took down, nobody gave me any ammo. And then another crowd of them came tearing around the corner. And I was like, Oh shit. So I guess um, that, that'll be one of the big changes. This cause the Resident Evil 4 originally, you never really hurt them for ammo. Nah, if you ran out of ammo in Resident Evil 4, you were a really bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how that worked. <laughs> Even on the hardest difficulty, you know, you were never wanting for ammo. Um, but it, like I said, looks unbelievable. It plays a lot different. And to, to keep myself from downloading, and because I, I, I have been sort of going, oh, just finish the demo, come on. I'm like, no, 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 no. So I've restarted Resi 2 Remake again, and that's sort of keeping me at bay. And I say, t- I tell you what, though, very quickly. That fucking Resi 2 remake is a masterpiece. Hey? It really, I haven't played it in a wee while, and it still makes me uneasy. There's still just that great environment on it. Where it, you're like, uh, it nails the atmosphere. Hey? It really I, does. Nails it, hey. And that's the thing. I know 3 was a bit more action-heavy. Hmm. 4 remake feels like 2. Like There is literally a bit where you can run with a torch and stuff, because you can't see too much and all, and you're like... Yeah, it's it's more that slow but I find it three, it's like constant state of panic. That's what they're going for. Mm. Whereas two, it's slower and more like uh, on the ease on the ice ah, suspense. Mm. Where three is like, Go oh, run, run, fucking run, Jesus Yeah, just run all the time. <laughs> yep, that, that was you're absolutely right though. Three was just like shit, 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 just constant action set after action set, which you know, which was kind of what the original three was anyway. Mm, you know, yeah, a lot 100%. of people go, "Oh, that three remake was nowhere near as good as the original three. It's like it literally followed in its footsteps. I, I don't know what everyone's beef was with the three remake. I personally loved it as well. Um, I will agree, it's not as good as two, but then Resident Evil three wasn't yeah. as good as Resident Evil two either. Of and course. three is definitely still one of my favorites because it has my favorite body in it. But two is still the better game. Two is hundred percent. I'm glad you could admit that. Not oh, I, like, no, no, just because just 3 has my favorite body doesn't mean it's a better game, you know? There's a certain our mutual friend that won't hear any of this. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> Even though he knows, he, he knows he's wrong. <laughs> he admitted that when we were out the other day. He admitted that he's all, it's What is it he says? It's not my fault that I never played the game. It's the game's fault. <laughs> he literally blamed the game because he never played it when he was younger. Um, But yeah, yeah. Uh, Two was again the original two very suspense, you know, three very action heavy. So they did follow suit. And obviously four was in like the ultimate action game, but now they've sort of went, no, what would happen if we took that famous Resident Evil 4 and give it the suspenseful two sort of thing? So yeah, it definitely feels like it's gonna go down that route. And all it's done is just made me more and more and more excited for it. So roll on next Friday. That's all I can so say. So you might want to stay off the internet because apparently some people have it already. 
Yeah, I've been hearing some people have got their copies somehow and they are playing it and obviously they'll be uploading shit left, right and centre for their fucking views and their likes and their whatevers. Yeah. Fucking jobbers. But no, I will be staying away from it and I will look forward to playing through it. Like I said, there was one wee thing even happened in the demo and I went, ah, fuck, that's cool. Ah, fuck, no, I know about that. Ah, shit. There's a couple of wee things in the demo um, that are there just for the demo. Um, mm. So there's a way to get uh, the TMP, yes. the, the wee submachine gun. Uh, you, you just get empty your... Uh, um, you have to empty your inventory before getting to the village. Um, and then you'll find a right. well... Um, <laughs> That's right. normally covered up, and you head down the well, and you'll f- find breakable barrels. Um, and then the uh, there's a chest with the TMB. I think that's the, like these are just for the demo. Um, yeah, there's like a, a maniac mode or something like that as well. Mad chainsaw wrong. mode where mad you chainsaw can mode. end up with uh, a double Salvadors. Jesus, <laughs> great. Um, well, I'm you know. It's nice that they're doing stuff specifically for the demo, but still, I don't want to spoil anything for myself. I just, I just want to go in as blind as I can, and just have the right of my life one more, to, or have the right of my life again. Because like four is no secret, one of my favorite games of all time. And yeah, no at first, yeah, <laughs> when this was announced, I was a bit sort of oh dear, and then when I seen the first trailer, I went okay, looking good. I think that's what the playing a wee bit was more than anything, was just to put my me at ease to go, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. This is not going to be a fuck-up. Happy days. So as soon as I've you know, done that wee bit at the start where you're making your way to the village, I was like, yep, this feels great. Looks fantastic. Plays great. I am happy. I don't need to see anything else bring on the game. So I think that's what it was for me more than anything. Because <laughs> I, I always have that... Because I put... I have four on like the biggest pedestal ever. Um... I had to just make sure everything was okay before I, you know, played the game, I guess. Or to put me at ease, I don't know. Strange, I know, I know. But I'm very, very excited for it now. And like I say, I've been playing through 2 again, and that's been keeping me at bay. And I just forgot how fucking good 2 was as well. Just just from the start, that has you on edge, but not, like, shit in the pants. Just sort of going, ooh, ooh, ooh. So... Resident Evil has been knocking it out of the park for the last couple of games. I shouldn't have even had any worry, but, you know, because it's four for me and all the rest of it, but can't wait. Roll on next Friday, and yeah, I'll probably disappear off the face of the planet when it comes out for a while. The fucking demo is on I thought the demo was exclusive to PlayStation, but no. Oh, is it on PC as well? I was looking on Steam. That would explain how people have been modding it already and replacing yeah, Leon's gun to the banana. I, I was going to bring that up and I was like, wait, how are they doing that? Yeah, the, uh, replace his gun with a banana and his, his knife with a spoon. <laughs> well, that's one thing I will tell you, which I'm probably sure you know about already anyway. Obviously, in Resi 4, Re- Leon had a knife that just never you know, had any problems. They've given the Resi 2 Style knife for his knife will break and you have to find new knives. <laughs> yeah, that's so. definitely wrapping up tension already. Get the fucking knife is broken in Razzy 4. And why? Well, you the, the Krauser boss fight was done quickest with the knife. Yeah, you can pretty much get through, you know, swipe at the legs, they fall down, then just yes. knife them in the head. 
Oh, yeah, you can do that as well. Um, yeah, someone's got it running in VR already. The demo? Hmm? Jesus. Yeah, boys will be modding the crap out of this until the actual game comes in. I'm guessing... Uh, the... It's a damn big demo as well. It's 10 gig in size. Um, I'm guessing... Oh, shit. Um, I'm guessing the uh, RE engine is very nice for switching things to VR. I would assume so, because... I remember when the first trailer for Resi 7 was shown, I thought it was a VR game. And obviously it came with mm. VR already loaded into it for the PS4. Mm. So yeah, you're probably right. Actually, it's probably very easy to adapt things into VR. Does that mean we'll get Street Fighter 6 VR? <laughs> Maybe. You have to actually do your spin on pile drivers. Or you can just look at the models up close. Yeah, it's, I, there was, was it Tekken did that? <laughs> that is weird. Why would you want to do that? Well, no. I could give okay. you a couple of reasons. Like, yep, yep, you're not yep. going to like just, any of them. Nope. As soon as I said it out loud, I went, yep, I know where that would go. So, oh, fuck, forget that. Um, anyway, that's what I've been up. So, I've been mostly playing more like a dragon, Asian, which is. You ever have a, like. Do you have any games that are just like comfort food? Yeah, yep. yeah. I have quite a few that are comfort that's, food. That's basically what that entire series is to me. It's just mm. easy, fired on, beat up some guys, and have weird shit happen. Yep. Um. Also, uh, now I've been watching that F one thing on Netflix. Mm. Um. So I decided to try the F one twenty two, which is on Game Pass. Have you ever been into F one? Not really. I used to when I was younger, you know, I used to watch it religiously for like years. Um, one of my favorite drivers was Jensen Button. Uh, I used to watch it every week, thought this was brilliant. And then I noticed it started to get less about the racing and more about, you know, sponsorships and money and stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is crap now. So I haven't watched it in quite a while. But I used to buy the games and everything. So that's when you said you were, you know, You'd been watching the Netflix thing and then you were playing the game. I was like, I wonder if you actually ever watched it before. So just wanted I've always been meant to ask you that. My my dad is very into it. So that's that's why I know, even know of it. You know, it mm. would always be on in the house on a Sunday, but mm. it wouldn't it's not like I would sit down and watch it. Um mm. but yeah, the, like watching that that documentary is pretty good. Um It's even if you're not into the the sport itself. Mm. And I, I find the cars pretty interesting. Like, from a standpoint of, like, when you think about the stuff they do with those cars. Like, so, you remember back, it was the early 2000s or even the very late 90s, like, those cars had V12s in them. Yes. And yes. now they've got a twin turbo V6 that that's, can put out more power than that V12. Yep. Yep. As it. As an engineering feat, those cars are amazing, which is why they're like half a million per car. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, they're nuts. But the game, anyway, um, like I like ra- racing games, so you know mm. it's not that much of a a, a jump to this. So obviously, like driving one of these cars is different from driving a fucking Honda Civic, but um, 
that. But yeah, it's it it, it has it gives you those that accessibility. Even like this, you think you know F one simulator hardcore as fuck. It's like nah, we've got the racing line um, thing uh, that that's dynamic, uh, shows you where to break, uh, and you can turn different things on and off. And it has a rewind feature for when you inevitably oh, put yourself in a wall. Yep. Um. Which is is happy days because yeah I do that quite a bit, um, yeah. So in playing this, like all the the cars look look great. The um the tracks look look grand. Um, racing in the rain's fun. Oh, like yeah, like it is actually fun. You just be sliding all over the place. Yep. Um, but but it it still still feels. It's good. Um, obviously, I have no fucking point of reference to go on because, you know, trying open wheeled racer games. I've never played any of these in my life. But it seems all right to me. The, the thing that, that is really sort of, like, I, I remember the marketing for these games always being like, oh, live the life of an F1 driving on, the picking up the career mode. And I'm playing this career mode as kind of shit. Right, because <laughs> it's like, so you can you have the option to start in Formula Two. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and you can be the young up and coming driver. Hmm. And but all it does is like it's like right, he drive. I think it's eight races in a Formula Two team, and then you might win, you might lose, you might win the championship, and then you can just pick any team. F1 team to do then. I was like, could you not have, like, given me options based on the performance in the season and have, like... Yeah, because that's not how shit works at all. No, you don't just get to pick your team. I should have got offered. Or, or, like, if you did really well, you could have teams fighting over, you know. And yeah. It's like, you've got this Netflix show, which is doing a really good job of showing all this drama behind the scenes and all the fucking backstab and politics and stuff. And if you're going to do a career mode in the game, why is none of that in there? Mm. Or maybe I just haven't got far enough for it to, to fully, uh, you know, fully catch on yet. But, like, it's it gives you wee bits where it's like, calls you and it's like, oh, you have to do this media thing, answer this question. And it's like, oh, you're going to start up a rivalry. So you have to, who would you say is your rival? And you got three, choice of three drivers. And you like say, oh, I think he's a, he's a very good racer and we'll push. Like, it, you can't just go be all fucking Alonzo and go fucking nuts. Aye, aye. Alonzo's interviews were notoriously brilliant. It's like, why can't I just be an asshole here? It's like, no, you can't. Um, <laughs> just remember the famous Alonzo talking about uh, oh fuck, what did you call him? Uh, Robert Kubica. He turns out he's all yeah, he's a good driver, but he'll never be as good as me. And you're like, yeah, that's the type of shit you want to go out with there. You don't, no, nobody wants to be fucking Kimi Räikkönen and just fucking one word answers in monotone. Yeah, uh, I think they miss a trick there to tie more and because i think that show's definitely got people's who would never watch f1's eyes on f or have even an interest in f1 mm. um but yeah the, the driving's good i've been doing full races as well and that's actually fun you, you oh, don't, 45 laps and all yeah you don't have to do it all in one sitting it lets you save mid mid race 
Oh, nice. Which is very handy. And if yeah. anyone's going to play this, I would suggest just do the full race because, um, yeah, having the whole thing unfold in real time and you're trying to make up seconds and who's in catch boys in front of you get your pit strategy right and all and mm. um that's all part of that and um yeah i think that's that's a pretty good part of the, to to do the full race um but yeah other than that i wanted to talk about since it's all finished now is last of it have you watched the last episode i wasn't going yep i'm up to it finished it last night so how are we feeling now that it's all said and done is it, it the best oh, video game adaption ever? No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Um, like, you know me. I was never the biggest fan of The Last of Us game. Mm-hmm. But I always said that it would make either a great film or TV show. And it did. Because, as we have said previously, they stuck with the actual material from the game. They've done a couple of wee things which were cool. You know, they you know give us a big background in the bull and all. Yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. Which is probably um, the best episode as well, to be honest. I, I, I enjoyed the eighth episode with the crazy village. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The lodge. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a very cool episode. It I, was really I good as well. I even enjoyed the second episode because, you know, we got to see some clickers and shit. Yeah. Um, the the yeah, lo- yeah. the lodge is pretty much the game as well. The, the obviously it removes a lot of combat sequences. Yeah, yeah. Um but, but what, what happens? What happens. Yeah. Uh and then episode 9 as well is more or less the pretty much what happens in the game with mm. some, you know, just combat sequences with infected taken out because like I see a lot of people giving a shit it's like oh there's not enough factor in it. It's like the game and the show are called The Last of Us, not Mushroom Zombies. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not about the fucking infected. The only reason they're in the game so much is to give you something to fucking shoot. Yeah. I think, I think it's the thing. <laughs> Some people were wanting another big zombie thing. It's like, that's not uh, the point of this show. Yeah, that's not the point of this show at all. But then, uh, the, like, Need Dirkman and your other writer boys come out and say, oh, we, we, we know. Uh, but then they, I think they try to explain. It's like, uh, you know, that stuff, a lot of that stuff doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah, during episode eight, Ellie should have had a, a part where it was a, a wave-based defend this place. It was like, how do you do that in a TV show? Mm. And uh, they said that they, they held back on it because it would become very repetitive in the show, which they're 100% yeah. right. Yep. Uh, yep. How, how many times can you have someone sneak about in the dark past a clicker? Exactly. And we've already I, done that. I think they uh, I think they nailed the show. You know, I Same. think it's had just the right amount of action. So it did. Um, mm. But the, the sequence with Joel at the end in the hospital was yeah. fucking amazing. That that is directly is like they must have looked at the, that last sequence. I, I assume you never finished the game. I got as far as hunting the deer with Ellie. Right, you would have loved this section because see what he does there. That's what you do in the game. You just get you wake up. They they basically tell you what they tell you. You go fuck sick, grab a gun, and just <laughs> you. It basically uh, turns into a doom level. You just. I I think I might have. Because I've watched it now, I think I might have a bit more sort of patience and appreciation for the game, so I may actually give it a smash through. 
You skip a cutscene now, you know what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's the big thing. I can. Some of the cutscenes were a bit long-winded. I have to admit. Whereas now I can go, I know what happens. I know what happens. I know what happens. Stevie shows better anyway. You know, <laughs> just play the game. But um, no, I, I 100% really think they nailed it. My big worry because of the success of this is that, and we already know a bunch of studios are buying up video game properties left, right, and center. Oh, and everyone, yeah, everyone's just going to think, oh, video game shit is hot right now because of The Last of Us. We'll just slap any old thing together. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Good luck getting someone with strong narrative, is it? I mean, I, I was even saying to the, the last night to the missus, I would love someone to finally go back now. Now that we can see that it can be done properly, and I know it might be a bit hard to do, but I'd love this for someone to finally do a good Resident Evil. But not Resident Evil doesn't need to have the ball stretched out of it if you were to do it as a show, you know? Yeah. I think uh, you could do the first uh, Resident Evil game in like three episodes, maybe four tops. Yeah, you probably could. But they've already it's had too many failures recently to, yeah, for anyone uh, to even take a chance on it. That horse has been beaten to death now, so it has. Um, I would hate to be the guys doing the, this new Silent Hill movie after this as well. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Everyone's it's expecting good things now. It's we can't, make, no, we it's, can't make our shit. It's that same guy did the first one, so I'm not oh, expecting Jesus. much. <laughs> oh, dear. Like, I like it for its campiness, but it's not going to be good. Like, <laughs> I enjoy the first Silent Hill just I'm, for this year. I'm pretty sure because they're calling it Return to Silent Hill, it's definitely Silent Hill 2. Uh, so, alright. <laughs> okay. Return to Silent Hill, but they're doing Silent Hill 2, a man who's never been to Silent Hill. <laughs> Fuck! That's the whole point. James yeah. has never been there before. No, but the whole thing is no, he, it, him getting the letter from his wife to meet him in Silent Hill. Yeah, but isn't the whole point that he's never actually been in Silent Hill? No, he, he has him. In a, it was there. Oh, yeah. see, that's this is all the different interpretations then of that game. <laughs> I was always convinced they'd never actually been there because he just didn't know his way around. Well, even even if it, like the 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 premise of that from the the thing is him returning to Silent Hill because he got a letter from his wife. Mm. So that, that's obviously where they're gonna go with that game and probably mm. gonna. Any sort of nuance or anything is going to be beat the fuck out of it. They'll go, look, Barbara head. You're like, <laughs> go and fuck off, would you? He's a good guy, no. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, um, but here's a question for you, though. So, Last of Us TV series, you know, roaring success. How long do they wait before they give us a second season? Or do they try and do something crazy and give us something that's set in between the games. Nah, I think they'll jump straight into the second game. Uh, I think they've said they're jumping into the second game. They're going to spread that over two series, two two seasons, which two makes seasons. sense because there's a lot going on there. Uh, I'd be interested to see who plays Abby. Mm. What, act, what actress out there is willing to get that swole? How fucking cool was it seeing uh, what do you call her? Doing Ellie's mum. It was weird because it just sounded like Ellie. They're like, yep. What and the she fuck? <laughs> looks like we, what do you call her as well? Playing Ellie? Like, obviously, they based Ellie's face on her a bit, I'm guessing. Uh, I have no idea. I don't think. No, I don't think so. But, um, do you know, it, it wasn't until she spoke in that. I, I, I don't know why this hit me when I was watching it yesterday, but <clears throat> do you know, did you ever used to watch a show called Recess? 
Yes. You remember Gretchen, the tall, nerdy one? Yeah. That's her. Jesus. <laughs> there was something. There was something she said in the show, and I just went, "Why is Gretchen from Recess just jumped into my head?" And I was like, "Oh fuck, that's her." Fair so, enough. Yep. Uh, but uh, I thought that she was cool, and then what do you call him was in the Lodge episode. Uh, Troy Baker. Yes. He was the second in command guy. Mm, mm. So, although I had to read that one because I'll be honest, I I don't really know what Troy Baker looks like, and because he does so much voice work and he changes his voice up that much, I don't recognize his voice either. Um, but yeah, you're, you're... he's he's pretty he's pretty. Uh, what's the word? Yeah, well, he's got a lot of range. Yes, he's and like that, um, that was a very subdued role for him as well. Hmm. He's very, uh, it's like your man, I don't know if you've ever heard of the voice actor, Larry Murphy. Yeah. You could be watching a TV show with about 10 different characters, but they're all that same guy, and you wouldn't even, yep, you wouldn't even know it. He's very, very good. Um, He's Teddy from Bob's Burgers. That's Larry Murphy. Ah, right, right. But he also does about 50 other characters in the same show, so (laughs) you actually hear him a lot, and you don't realize it. Um, But yeah, uh, it was cool. It was nice that they give the original voice cast, you know, rules in the game as well. Obviously, yeah. Marlene had an absolute belting rule because she was literally her same character. Yeah, so they, cool. they were more than just that. They said it was going to be cameos, but they were like got lines and stuff. And no, that, significant. that wasn't a cameo. Uh, yeah. Like Ellie, the girl who played Ellie, literally was Ellie's mum. I thought yeah. that, I thought that was a cool nod, like more than anything. But um, I crack and show. Um, like I say, I'll probably give. Because of it, I, I don't, I won't play the second game though, because I feel like that'll spoil the second season for me. <laughs> so, I've watched the first season. I'll happily play through the first game now and skip the cutscenes and you know I, just enjoy. Because I've always said the punch ups in Last of Us were fucking brilliant. Oh, the first yeah. fighting in that game was yeah. amazing. Very visceral. Yep, I remember the first time it was shown at E3, I got so excited for it. I was like, fuck, this looks class. Just him baiting boys' heads off cupboard doors and all. The core, the worst the, the worst thing he always does, and it's class when he does it, is when he wheels the head off the corner of a table. I couldn't imagine how painful that would be. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, really enjoyed the show and looking forward to more. And I have to admit, I can't wait for Samoa Joe to be running around as a big clown later on this year. That's going to be... Hopefully as good. Very different type of good, but hopefully as good. <laughs> as good. We'll see. It's Netflix, so you never know. <clears throat> Netflix? Is that Netflix? No, it's Peacock. Oh, right. The Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Dalton Castle's channel. <laughs> That'll be great, then. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Boys. Um... Game news, don't have a lot. Uh, stuff got delayed. Mm-hmm. So, it, it looks like this week what we were doing was do a new trailer plus delay the thing. Yes. So, <laughs> Robocop Rogue City <laughs> got a I'd trailer. No I had no hope for this anyway. It looks awful. <laughs> it really does. I was like, right, so I was like, ah, Robocop came back and we good. And then, uh, it's been delayed to September now, and then... Watching the trailer of this, you're like, 
whoever's made this either has never seen RoboCop, like actually, or they've mm. seen it and it's flown right over their head. I'm guessing B. Because <laughs> it's just a you playing RoboCop run through shooting boys. It's like, ah. that's not what fucking RoboCop's about, you stupid <laughs> bastard. Because <laughs> uh, to me, I thought that was gonna they were going to try and do like, do you remember uh, there was a PS2 Judge Dredd game? Uh yes, is that the dread, dread death? Dread versus death. Yes, yes. And, like before death came into the game, you would be like doing normal levels with normal civilians, and you would you would get penalized for just shooting boys. You had to like, unless they were shooting at you, you know, you had to like take them down and arrest them. Mm. So I thought, right, that they're gonna try this type of thing with RoboCop because obviously there is the scenes where RoboCop was in like the drug fucking den and they all open fire with automatic guns. So he's all right, well, fuck these guys, but he just doesn't go around shooting everybody. No, and and this really, he's like, he seems to be in an arcade doing some sort of investigation into the drug lab, and then like he tries to get into the drug lab, and the boys like, you got a warrant. And so Robocop's like, no, nah, I don't got a warrant. And then he asks some boy, and, uh, or he finds a syringe, and, he, and then some guy tells him, ah, there's drugs under there. So somehow you get a warrant, and then he's like, I've got the warrant now. Goes up to the door, just knocks, he's like, I've got the warrant now, boy. He's like, ah, I lost my keys. He just puts the fucking door down and kills everyone in there. And, right, so if you watch, watch the first Robocop. He does not kill. He d- he does he doesn't just go through like even when he's shooting people now he's like shooting in the leg and stuff and um it, it, hmm. apart so, from the i always remember the big cocaine house though where he is just oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah well but they uh, are like, but they're, like they're, they're shooting him. <laughs> yes they've got big massive assault rifles but, but like even, not even where the boys shooting out the window with the cops and robocop goes in after him he just busts through the wall and punches them out he doesn't kill him. Yeah. Uh, and then the, 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 the film Robocop is not about a robot shooting people. No, it's not. As cool as that is, that's not the point of the film. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, maybe though, the, the, like, I don't know how you do a Robocop game without getting into that, that stuff. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Suicide Squad got delayed. Oh, wonder why. Because <laughs> everyone says it looks shite, probably. Everyone is shitting on it. It's probably too late now, isn't it? I th- I, the damage is done now. I, I think, and this isn't like, ah, uh, a bit more polish or anything like that. This is, it's like, this, this is from, from the ground up. Everyone hates it already and they haven't even played it. Yep. Because it looks dull. It looks incredibly dull. It looks very boring, and they've filled it full of microtransaction battle pass bullcrap, and just I don't think anyone's going to give a toss about it. Mm, yeah. So as, as we've said before, Rocksteady have... I don't think Rocksteady realized why the Arkham Asylum was such a good game. They, they don't know what they did. they done something incredible, but they didn't realize they did, and I think they just wanted to go, oh, big old world, right, multiplayer, right, oh, battle mm. pass, yeah, everyone just loves our games! Like, Arkham Knight didn't review anywhere near as good as Arkham Asylum did. I don't think Arkham City did either. Um, everyone, I think the, people tend to say people. Arkham City is the best one, which I completely Wrong. disagree with. Arkham Asylum is the best. Asylum's just... It, in what it is trying to do, it is perfect. Yep. 
it's just so well tightly put together. At no point are you running around like a fucking Egypt going, right, where do I have to go here? The game just perfectly guides you everywhere you have to go. You just feel like one big flowing game. There's no point where you sort of have to go right back and forward, back and forward, back and forward. Nope, none of that shit, because it wasn't a big open world. I, well, I, I haven't got any, I just, I don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to play this at all. No. Just not, no. In, not interested, not interested in the whole, uh, Suicide Squad, that, that sort of, you know, that, that kind of, oh, we're trying to do like the James Gunn style stuff. Uh, just, uh, I'm done with it. I'd have made that bandwagon if anyone was ever on it. It's came and gone already. Like there's been two Suicide Squad films, and <coughs> I don't think either of them done particularly well. Yeah, every time people do stuff like that, it, I think that people like the second one, but I think that like that kind of Guardians of the Galaxy style thing is when you do that now, people start to cringe at it. It's just I will say that the Guardians of the Galaxy game they did a really good job because they they tried to be their own thing i think uh mm. did, didn't they didn't try to make the films they just did their own thing yeah um and then they what's the other delay we have oh hi starfield starfield's been delayed oh so suicide squad's been delayed till G- uh, august it's supposed to be out in may Starfield was supposed to be out in May. Well, it was supposed to be out last year. It was supposed to be out in May. Uh, and now it's the 6th of September. Um, right. And they, they showed a video which was... Yep. Every time I see this, looks, this looks more like Fallout 4. Which... <laughs> da, 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 da. And then you have the trailer and then there's a whole minute and a half of, uh, of What's-His-Face um, chatting bollocks. I oh, Todd Howard? Todd Howard. I turned it off when oh, I showed up. Was, Jesus, get, he's back. Get that gob shit off my television. Notorious liar, Todd Howard. He's probably going to say, we built this from the ground up. And you're like, did you oh. fuck? Uh, um, I mean, it's coming to Game Pass, so I'll probably play it. Oh, Maybe. Uh, Game Pass Day 1? Yeah, Bethesda game. Oh, um... <clears throat> Who knows? I might like it. <laughs> but yeah, not not a lot of a lot of hype for that. Um Tekken. Emco been dropping trailers. We, yeah, they're had, doing like a character trailer every week. Yeah, so we we've had Paul Phoenix. A very different looking Paul Phoenix. No yeah. more big guile her. Kinda looks like a vagrant. <laughs> it does look a bit like a hobo. <laughs> well, that's one hell of a parton he's got uh, yeah. going on there. Um, showing a, so it shows a bit of his stuff. He punches things a lot. He's always been very punchy. <laughs> and then, as it, the show is, what do you call the, the super movement Tekken? Uh, what do they call it? Oh, I can't mind. I can't remember what it's called, but he does that and he flexes his arm so hard he rips his top. And as I get, it's like, right, is that gonna is that gonna be consistent? And yep, the rest, <laughs> the rest of the match he just got one sleeve missing. That's fucking cool. Like, Do we sell things I got anchor class? Yeah, 
Uh, I like that. Uh, and then just earlier, like literal minutes ago, we got Martial Law. Must give the sweet trailer a watch because Law's well. They seem to be uh, sticking with a lot of the originals. Maybe they're just getting those out of the way first before they start with new characters. You know uh, how people can be sometimes. Uh, if they're old school characters and they're they're not. Where's my it. Where's my man? Uh. <laughs> uh. King's confirmed, so I'm happy enough. So we can <laughs> mock everyone else all we want. <laughs> As, he's already got his video. I, I watched that one last week. Um. Law has nunchucks. Yeah, that is definitely a new thing. Like, you seem to be doing full-on nunchuck combos by the mm. looks of things. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's definitely something new. Um, but, yeah, it's all very Bruce Lee. Of course. I, I think that's kind of a fighting game staple these days, isn't it? You have to have one Bruce Lee-esque character. Yeah. Trying to think. The big main ones, anyway. Yeah, obviously, Street Fighter has Fei Long. Uh, Tekken has Law. And Mortal Kombat, obviously, Liu Kang. What? Um, uh, Dead or Alive's got... Oh, what do you call him? Jan Lee. Jan Lee. Yep. Virtua Fighter? Virtua Fighter had... Uh... Oh, what's he called? I can see him. He wears like a, a vest. I can't. I never played enough an, enough Virtua Fighter, but yes, they do have a guy. He wears like a vest. I'm gonna, sorry. When I say vest, I don't mean like a, a wife beater vest. I mean more like a like a, like a biker a vest. Ah, biker vest. But he always has it open. He never closes it. So it's that type of thing he wears. Um, the, they just uh, seeing as guest characters are all the rage now. Someone just put. Bruce Lee in there. Well, UFC had him. That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't know. fucking count. I, I don't think uh, the Bruce Lee uh, family would be happy if he ended up in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, as long as it's not yeah, Brandon Lee. Well, a bit insensitive. <laughs> very true. Like Bruce Lee been dead a long time. He has been dead a long time, but some people don't. They don't know how he died. That's the whole thing about Bruce's death. Nobody knows how he actually died. Or was he not like on the gear a lot? Was he? See this thing. Listen, no human being gets that vascular <laughs> through mm, natural true. means. <laughs> that does not happen. Yeah, he was ripped as fuck. Like, like he wasn't. Massive, but he was just tight as hell. Is that yeah. how you describe it? Uh, it was just like zero body fat with veins popping out. Like, I, I, mm. I, I probably like it's. I I know that has been a debate. Was he on? You know what? If he was, who gives a shit? He was in movies. Yeah, his movies were badass. All those get out. See, see all your fucking Chris you know Hemsworths and all that. Definitely on steroids, and if they didn't, they wouldn't be able to get that big that quick. Yep. And if done safely, steroids are fine. Yep. <laughs> um, right, so... <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
the Mixer Sony Activision thing has descended wow. into some real fucking stupidity. <sighs> this is getting really dumb. Like this, this is getting as long winded and out of hand as the Blizzard shit. It it, it seems like uh you, like is it a bunch of Wayne's running Sony and Microsoft? It, it's starting to feel like it. Um. So I had that the one where Sony was like, "I Microsoft's going to put bugs in our Call of Duty." <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh after. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, bugs in the Call of Duty, uh, and that's why they shouldn't be allowed to have it. Mm. Um, because that that'll impair PlayStation's competitiveness. Because our Call of Duty is all buggy and whatever. Um, Microsoft came back with like, no, we promised party. We guarantee party. You'll have, have the same fucking thing as as what's on the Xbox. Um, so yeah, we're still waiting on the, the the CMA, which is the UK government body, and then the the EU one. Um, and not to stop there, to, to help things, Microsoft has been doing fucking ads in the Daily Mail and Financial Times. Right. <laughs> Where it's just, it's a big Call of Duty ad. All right. Full page, Call of Duty for 150 million more players, and that's just one of our co- <laughs> commitments upon approval to unite Activision, Blizzard, and Xbox. Jesus, I didn't know this. I guess it's going... To fucking that's bonkers yeah that is a bit nuts I uh, it's I've, yeah the, the, the it was pretty funny them being who's gonna put bugs on purpose oh that was again I love how Nintendo were just sort of sitting quietly going ah whatever well they and we got called duty for 10 years we do right uh Okay, they're, whatever. They're getting a Call of Duty, and Microsoft also says that they, they believe they can scale Call of Duty down yes. um, to fit on a Switch. I I personally will call bullshit on them. I don't think you can. There's I don't no think way. you can. But I, <laughs> I honestly think Microsoft could release an absolute bullshit version of Call of Duty, and Nintendo wouldn't give a fuck because nobody on Nintendo gives a fuck about Call of Duty. <laughs> if you own a Switch, you obviously don't give two shits about Call of Duty because you've never had it anyway. You're not going to rush out and buy it all of a sudden if you can get it because you're too busy playing your fucking Splatoon. Yeah. They have signed another 10-year agreement with another company, uh, Boosteroid, which is a, a cloud gaming oh. thing in Ukraine. Um... So if you want to hastily fire together a website or something, Microsoft might give you a 10-year <laughs> deal to put Call of Duty. Seems they're just handing them out these days. Yep. Um, <laughs> good. It's it's probably going to go through, isn't it? Like, oh, it all to. said and done, it probably will. Um, and then... It'll be like, oh, what do we do with all these Activision employees? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
we know what Microsoft does with employees yep. they think they don't need. Yep. Put them in the big grinder. Um, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers. Uh, Mine was saying a couple of weeks ago they are going to patch it so it works. Yes. A year after. Someone, some, oh, I know it's definitely we know who they are but people at Square Enix actually give a shit about this game um, and mm-hmm. are, are somehow I don't know how they're doing it within this company somehow getting in, getting stuff done um, including that patch because uh, this is a there was interviews with uh, the originals director uh, Masato Kato uh, the composer uh, Yusunori Masuda and um, and the producer of the remaster, Koichiro Sakamoto, and they were, uh, well, he was explaining that the entire project was kicked off because they realized that it was, Chrono Cross was going to become completely unplayable soon with it playing a PS1 game. Um, And they're like, on the PS3 you can play PS1 games, imagine that. Hmm. Um, and then they saw the P- PS4, and they're like, um, if I just have a PS4, how would I ever play Chrono Cross? Because um, that was when they said the play PS4 will not be able to you know, no. be, be backwards compatible with play PS1. Um, so they, they set up this project, they get, get this out the door. Um, which... Thoughts are in the the right place. Uh, maybe, I like that. That's a cool <laughs> idea, though. Maybe it didn't get done that uh, did the, the game justice, but um, you know they've been able to come back and get more work done to it, where it's getting a patch, which is weird because like uh, pretty much everyone, uh, I think, had forgotten about that remaster, mm. and not I much. Yeah, not much would have been said. So uh, uh, it has to be someone from within Square Enix going, "No, this this needs this needs to be kept." Uh, and as it was on the PlayStation, and, and like have a proper version so people can play it at mm. more than ten frames a second. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it. Like, can you think of any other games that you just can't play now? Physically, just can't get a. Uh, <laughs> like, what? Like, everyone needs to be doing this with a back catalog. Yeah. Well, before a short while ago, I would have the, the number one game on my list would have been Goldeneye. Hmm. Obviously, they changed, well, they made a pig's ear when they released that, but they released it. Um, be nice if you know they actually fixed that so it worked. Um, but yeah, you'd be talking like, like time splitters. Yeah. I'd love to be able to play Time Splitters properly on my new consoles and stuff, or even my. I like you, Time Splitters is not available on PC unless you have that shite fucking game and you put in all the stupid codes and all. But even at that, it can <clears> cause the game to crash. I would love to just have a proper, like it doesn't have to be updated or anything. If fucking, I know Free Radical have got back together and they have the rights and all. I'd love them just to go here. Here's the original Time Splitters. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. There, there, there is quite a few. I mean, that's why I got it. That's why I, I originally bought this PC was for retro gaming. Like, 
I know obviously it is on PC, but obviously I only played it on PS2, and that was the original Deus Ex, or even Deus Ex 3, uh, the human, uh, human Revolution. Yeah. It was on PS3, but they never, they never brought it onto any other console. And it came right at the end of the PS3's life. I know, obviously, lots of games were getting sort of, oh, here's your PS4 remaster and things like that. They never done it with Deus Ex. Now, obviously, we did get a sequel, but the two games are fantastic together. And that's another one I had to get the PC to play again. So, and in terms of console, I suppose it's it's easier for a game to be left behind on console than it is on PC. Yeah. Because obviously the PC doesn't do the generational thing. You know, As you, well, you have uh, sites like GOG. Yeah, yeah. That are out there going out of their way to get this stuff in a storefront somewhere. Fucking awesome for that shit. Hey? Like, was it the other day I seen a. I, I never thought I would see this game again, but I remember when I was really, really, really young, before I'd gotten properly into uh, video games, we used to have a Commodore 64. And there was a game, and I always got the name of it wrong. Uh, it was something like Fiendish Freddy's Flying Circus or something. Right. And I, I always remember this game because it was like a wee circus game, but Fiendish Freddy was, you were like doing like circus acts, you know, like trapeze and tightrope and things like that. But Fiendish Freddy would like come across the screen and try and like stop you from doing it. Like, so if you're doing like a, a tightrope act, you had to do it in a quick enough time where he would cut the tightrope on you and things like that. So this got re-released what on GOG. I know that this was early Commodore days, man. Bonkers, eh? but it's actually been released on GOG now. And I was, I looked at it, I was all, that can't be what I think it is. But yeah, GOG is one of the best sites for keeping old games alive. It's very, very cool. I'm so glad a site like that exists. But when it comes to consoles, like some people, look, I'm just looking at GOG here, and there's your um, the original Knights of the Old Republic. Right now, yeah. I know that's obviously getting like a remaster and all the rest of it. I don't know what's happening with that or whatever, but like you, you could go load that up on your PC now because yes. it's available. Yeah, us console people, we have to wait for this remaster and pray that it's you know what we remember because not all re- not all remakes turn out to be good. That's that's just you know say that yeah. right now. Some remasters have been absolute dog shit. So there's a remake, or re- I know they're remaking Knights of Republic, but there's no way for you to play like the original Xbox version. Not of... without an original Xbox? Unless it might be backwards compatible. Because I know like, um, like for Xbox One, they did what they could. Or so, so they yeah, it was cool they... that they did that. I uh, don't think it would be too hard for Sony to take that shite PS Now thing they have and actually make it decent for their back catalogue. So here, here's the thing. The, the remaster, if you just start remastering shit, um, and you don't do too much to it, it's like you just ups, upscale the, the stuff, um, don't be putting in shitty out of sprites. The, mm-hmm. um, the Chrono Cross remaster costs 15 quid, and I, that, I think that's a fair price for a game of that age uh, and mm-hmm. j- just get it on a modern console. Um, mm-hmm. Just do that with more things. You don't have to yeah. do very much to them. Just get them working, which does mean like they they have to go in and recompile the code so it'll run on this new system, like whatever 
changes, but we're not like you're not asking for oh it needs to be four K and redo no, all the redo all the fucking assets and all. It's like no, yeah, you you don't want to do a fucking GTA and end up with you know oh let's get the AI doing this and it ends up a big pile of shit. No, no, that's like pressure. they could have literally just released like those three Grand Theft Autos are looked at in high regard, so they are. You could have just released those to be playable on your new consoles, and I guarantee they would have sold. Nobody was asking for this new graphics and shit like that, but they thought, "Oh, we, you know, we'll we'll th- we'll make this AI do all the work, but we'll still try and charge sixty yeah. quid for these three games." Aye, yeah, that means we can oh, charge more. Aye, test it. No, fuck that shit. We'll just release it as a fucking pile of shit. People will buy because it, it's got Grand Theft Auto written on it. I wonder how then, many actual human beings touched that collection. I don't don't know. (laughs) I would say very few. But because it didn't sell then, they would turn around and they go, all right, well, we're not doing the Red Dead or the remaster then because, you know, nobody bought GTA. It's like, wait, so because you've released a pile of shit, you just won't remaster. Well, to be fair, I'm glad they didn't because if that's their their idea of remastering, you know, they would have just ruined Red Dead. What the fuck would they do to Red Dead? To make it any better, Red Dead's fine the way it is. It's an Xbox oh, 360 game, so you can fire it in your Xbox One and away you go. I, like I said, I bought myself a PS3 recently, and that's what I've been putting most of my time into on it. Is well, that and Twisted Metal, but Red Dead One is fucking brilliant. Has <laughs> an age today, you know. You wouldn't need it. You could literally, I guarantee, if Rockstar turned around and says, "We're just re-releasing Red Dead One. We're not doing anything to it, but just here it is." For your PS5 and PS4 and your whatever, boom, guarantee it would sell. Or maybe put it on PC. I don't know. Oh yeah, and put it on PC. That's that's not on PC. <laughs> there is no PC version. I how the like, how do how do they justify that? Like oh here's Red Dead doing PC the original. Ah fuck that. I I don't understand Rockstar's thinking at all. Hey, but I and that that's why piracy happens. So. That's why piracy happens. Um, no live service thing going. I have no idea what this one is. Lemnus Gate. I was reading about it during the week and I thought, oh, have I heard of this one? And went, I have no, no idea what this is. Um, it's a turn-based first-person shooter. I don't know how that works. That would be exciting. Taking place in a time loop. Master unique abilities, powerful deep space operatives, compete in mind-bending four-dimensional battles. Four-dimensional? Yep. Uh, right. They're like, oh, time's the other dimension. It was so exciting that it's a dead game. Yeah. It's, uh, so I don't know if it was... So this one's a little, a little bit different. So this is a small company, though. Mm. And there was no microtransactions in this at the minute. Mm. And it just didn't get the player base. Um, I will point out that it shuts down in July. Where if if you're on if you're on a console, you can still play local multiplayer and training. PC, nope. Oh fuck, be, right? You won't be able to play. But guess what? Still for sale on Steam. Of course. So some poor bastard hasn't seen that. Uh, they might buy this. And... Wait, so this isn't even a free to play one? No, it's fifteen forty nine. But like oh, I said, shit. it doesn't have any it doesn't have any microtransactions. But I still believe if someone has bought something 
Like you should at least still make it playable. Like they should turn and go, right, we're shutting down our servers, but you can still do at least do peer to peer together because you have paid for this. Yeah. Well, as far yeah. as this story says, like uh, beyond July, PC players won't be able to play. Oh, fuck. I'd, I'd be loving it. It's like, hang on, I bought this and you're just taking it off me. That's not how a seal of something works. Yeah, it'll be pulled from sale on the eleventh of April. I think it should be pulled from sale now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, bollocks. Do you know what that is though? What? That is them one last ditch attempt. Going, we'll tell everyone this is shutting down, and we'll give them the last chance to buy it, and maybe we'll get a player base going again. I think that's what that could be. <laughs> I don't know. It's not making me want to see it. Yeah. Uh, lastly, we have Street Fighter. Street Fighter Streets of Rage Four is getting an update for free. It got an update. It's it got an update. Cool. It's out. Um, co-op moves. Co-op moves like your old Streets of Rage One, where you could like throw your partner and they would do like like dive on headbutt and all. That's cool. Um, and you can now do survival. your own custom survivals. Yeah. So I, I, I was mucking around with this and I fired in boss characters only. You can literally do things like that. And the first level, it gave me um the original Mr. the, the original Streets of Rage 2 Mr. X, it gave me the wrestler from Streets of Rage 1. And oh, it me Jesus. The, and it gave me the ninja from Streets of Rage oh, 3. Fucking hell. And proceeded <laughs> to beat the piss out of me. <laughs> You know what the worst thing was? Mr. X didn't come out of the corner. He sat in that corner and just kept shooting the bus. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> and then every time, of course, he knocks you down. He's laughing away. And then, you're, of course, the wrestler runs off screen. I forgot, you know, they could do that back in those days. So he's off camera and just comes charging in and wails you in the face. And you're just like, <laughs> fucking hell. But yeah, you can do custom survival modes now. So it is, it's a cool thing to muck around with. Pretty cool. And they released the DLC on vinyl soundtrack by the way just that you know in case you know you want to if you if you're like me and you have the first one you're always sort of like oh where's my next soundtrack well now they've finally done it yay is it the same length it's only one disc the original is three vinyls right. uh, it's only dlc like so i think there's about 10 maybe 12 <laughs> tracks but it's done by the guy that done the sonic mania soundtrack so very cool uh there yes. is one we story I'd like to bring up very oh, quickly. Go for it. And that is the guys making Stalker 2. I don't right. know if you heard about this. They were literally being uh, cyber hacked by some crazy Russian social media thing. Right. Telling them to stop making this game and all this here and yada, yada, yada. And if they release this game, because apparently, apparently Stalker 2, surprisingly, is very anti-Russia. Um <laughs> So they were telling them because this game is going to be released to the world and they shouldn't be releasing this, all the rest so of it. So you're telling me this Ukrainian-developed game yes. is yes. anti-Russian. I know, shock horror. <laughs> um, but uh, they put out a big statement going, we will not be intimidated. We will release this game exactly as we want to. It's bad enough. Was it? They, they were actually a bit comedic about it. They said something like, it's bad enough the Russians have had to make our fans wait another year for a game they've been waiting over a decade for. We had to move to the lovely city of Prague to finish this game, but no, we will not be intimidated and in all this here. So, yep, 
Stalker two, the the there's some Russian mad site tried to stop Stalker two from being released, and uh, I forget what you call the guys that do it. Uh, well, I've, they basically turned around and says, "Fuck you, we're not, we won't be intimidated. We're releasing this game." Because I know a lot of people are excited for Stalker two because the original has such a big following. I tried to play the original. Um, didn't go. Right. Is it the uh, GSE Game World? That's them. They basically came out and says, nah, fuck you. We're not being intimidated. Good for them. Good for them indeed. I just thought that was a cool story as well. Why are they threatening to like dump their code or what? Or I don't know. I'm not too sure what the actual threat was, but they, they, they were con- or contacting them away and threatening to do this, that, and the other, and they were like, no, nah, fuck off. So I'm pretty sure Capcom announced that the Capcom announced that Zangief will have a blue and yellow color code for one of his for one of his uh, skins. <laughs> so <laughs> thought that was just a nice wee sort of there you go. <laughs> he's a he's a supporter. Um why don't we talk about wrestling then? Mm. So off the back of whatever that pay per view was, Revolution. Revolution. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So first dynamite out. I, I I really like this episode of of dynamite. Yep, they just went out of time. And the rampage was rampage. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened this week? Uh, start with the All Atlantic title. A couple things happened there. First and foremost, it's not called the All Atlantic title anymore. Yes. Tony Khan took a really long time to basically tell us the name of the title had changed. Jesus Christ, would he did, did not do that? Hey, keep he's, that man away from the mic. He's crazy. Hey, he said that, a, I, I can't remember what phrase he used, but he said it like three times. He did. He did. Um, he's got wee bonkers eyes on him. So he does. Cool guys. He's, he's, he's like, nearly Daddy, as bad as Daddy Magic. Daddy Magic. <laughs> so it's called the uh, the International, International Championship. Championship. Um, they definitely would love to have called that the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is basically what that title is. It's yeah. AW's inter- IC title. Um, definitely more so than the TNT. T- the TNT title feels like it's taken a it was the number two title, and now it's it feels a, like it's the number three title. TV well, technically, title. TV title. Uh, you're right. Um, if they ever move network, they'll have to rename it. Like, but yeah, true. Uh, um, yeah. So we we had a really good match. First of all, between uh, Orange Cassidy and Jay Lethal, uh, really interesting finish. Yep. Or Jay Lethal was selling the shoulder. Um, Cassidy was. Going to work on his shoulder, that he tried to do. He sold that so well. Mm. Goes to do lethal injection. The shoulder just give, give us away, and that's that's us. Mm. I thought that was really good. Yep. Um. But yeah. what happened afterwards <laughs> got oh, me worried. Uh, it got me worried. Um. So, jerf jerk comes out. <laughs> jerf jerk. Jerf Jerk comes out and hits him with, with the stroke, which is the worst name for yep. a finisher. Yep. Unless you're Ricky Starks. 
Oh yeah, I mean, true. He is the stroke daddy, like. He is the stroke daddy. Um, and then which led to uh, Tony Khan saying Orange Cassidy has challenged Jeff Jarrett to a title match, even though Orange is the champion. Mm. But I guess that's the that's his thing. Um, and that's where we got this really fucking the, the weird video of Tony Khan telling us about the name change, but also wouldn't shut the fuck about Shazam too. That's what it was. That's <laughs> what it was. He wouldn't. I try to remember what the fuck he was trying to promote. That's what it was. I hate that shit. Eh? I rise my push. I know, obviously, networks and they have to do it and all the rest of it, but it's wild annoying. Unless, like, they do like a silly thing with a roundup, which I don't mind. If you're like doing. I try, there was one time they did something and I was like, ah, that's fun because it was stupid. Why? Ah, it was when they done Burr Country and and the Jurassic Express for Godzilla and Kong, but they done like a big <laughs> silly match for it as well. And then Marco Stunt had the had the tattoo of Kong and Luchasaurus was losing his mind. With <laughs> he was really annoyed about that. But yeah, doing things like that's fine. But see when it's just a straight up fucking here's a promo yeah. or here's a fucking you're like oh god. We, f- we fired together this video that has some clips of Orange Cassidy and Jeff Jarrett plus clips from this film. <laughs> what has Jeff Jarrett and Orange Cassidy got to do with fucking Shazam? I don't know. I, I I've, I'm not gonna lie. I fast forwarded. I was like, I'm not watching this. What the fuck? At least, right, so they did the House of Dragon match as well, but at least you had the American Dragon, Dragon, yes, Brian Danielson, and then Daniel Garcia calling himself the Dragon Slayer. Yep. Uh, th- so that made Perfect. sense. The, mm-hmm. th- they did that Rick and Morty match. That was just the best friends acting fucking weird and dressed up. <laughs> that was so, that, so that was all right. But this one, I was like, what, is Orange Cassidy going to come out dressed as Shazam? Is the Rock going to come out as Black Adam? <laughs> oh, he he'll never do it. Follow him with Shazam because it'll take the camera off him. You're one hundred percent correct. Um, especially <laughs> like I've I've heard about them Fast and the Furious films and what went on behind the scenes between him, oh. Vin Diesel, and Jason Statham counting their punches, landing. <laughs> Like Rock bringing that carny ass shit to the movies. <laughs> um, I do like the the new name, by the way. All Atlantic title didn't make any sense. Yep, international championship sounds perfect. I, I just, just really hope Orange Cassidy holds on to it. Yeah, we've it the workers' title for the last while, and given it the dirt would make given it bad. Fucking <laughs> Captain Nepotism comes in and takes it. Oh Christ. Um, be a Jarrett Mark, would he? I think he's a Mark for everything. Uh, true. <laughs> uh, we also had the TNT title stuff happening with that. Uh, I guess this was the other big, big angle during the show. Well, biggest. Uh, Wardlow lost the title, like literally, it's gone. Yep. His car is broken into, and someone stole all his gear and his title. Mm. Uh, that's real. Um, then it seems because because he has no gear, let's do false code anywhere, <laughs> mm. which is basically how that like um, he's getting interviewed. That's basically what happened. Someone stole all yep. the shit, so FTR lent them some clothes. <laughs> um, what do you think of the match in general? It's pretty good. Um, it was. 
like no no issues there. Uh, nope. Hobbs has really come a long way. Yeah, Hobbs is he's he's he has arrived. Mm. Uh, two big fellows just beating them, each other about the arena. Um, we get the big spot at the end where Wardlow's about to powerbomb Hobbs off the stage. But QT Marshall, out of nowhere, <laughs> with a chair, saves his ass. I haven't seen him in months. Mm. You haven't seen him since he offered his services to Hobbs? Oh, yeah, and then Hobbs sort of turned him down by smacking mm-hmm. him with something. Mm-hmm. That was the last time we seen him. Then Taz on commentary calls back to that moment when this happens. Genius. Um, yeah, Hobbs, Hobbs puts Wardlow off the tape, off the stage. We get the 10 count. We got a new champion. Mm. Wardlow is now the shortest reigning TNT champion of all time. He is. Three days. Three days. And we have QTV coming. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> is that going to be like a interview show, like Piper's Pit style thing, you reckon? Or is it just QT just, I don't know, running around backstage, being Creep, dicks to people? Creeping around with a camera? Like, <laughs> like the old thing they used to do on Raw? What was that called? They never uh, paid it off? The hidden nope, cameras everywhere? GTV? Do you know... Do you know who QTV should have a feud with then? Uh, if it's going to be like an interview thing. Dustin? RJ said, eh? Oh, right. Yeah. I think you're going to go with Dustin since he was Goldust. And I think that's where that GTV was supposed to end up with it being Goldust. Uh, was it? They never fucking did it. Uh, anything at all. Um, oh. I just assumed it was going to be like uh, Piper's Pits. I think QT would be good at that. It would be. Man a- is a fucking heat magnet. Yes, he really is. He's very good at talking shite. Ah, he knows the shit to talk shit. Um, Ricky Starks came out to talk about what's next. And then Juice Robinson hit him. Just emptied him. <laughs> with, with the club music. Um, Excalibur did point out, he's like, wait, I thought he left the Bullet Club. Mm. And I was like, "Yes, Excalibur was very uh, confused about that because he's he's still wearing he's been wearing Bullet Club shit this whole time." Um, mm. Good to see him on TV finally. Yeah, he is very good. Um, looks like he's got a few Ricky Starks. Happy about that. And Bullet Club will have a presence in AEW. Just Bullet Club will have a presence everywhere now. <laughs> Do you reckon maybe? This might be the first of the build for a Forbidden Door, even though Juice is uh, AEW, not New Japan. I don't know. Yeah, but it could still start something. You know, it, it could lead to Juice sort of getting some old friends in and maybe a tag match or something. I would love for them to get um, Jay White, but mm. I think he's more or less confirmed to be going to WWE. Right. Which I'm not sure how he, he'll fit in into that. Well, Gallows and Anderson are there, aren't they? True, true. If they can fit in, then anyone can. <laughs> Drag, <laughs> Dragon Lee has just debuted in NXT as well. Right? That's Rush's brother. Yeah. He's very good. He is very good. 
so, which is why uh, AEW really should sign that commander guy before yes. WWE comes in because Triple H lost himself a luchador mm. he's determined to get uh, get an order right Mysterio um, uh, speaking of Rey Mysterio is a bit off topic going into the Hall of Fame is he? he is I right? well deserved to be fair getting inducted by Conan oh nice so this going to be all wonder is Kidman going to be there get the filthy animals back together he works backstage doesn't he is he not he, a behind uh, the scenes guy now if he doesn't he used to I think I'm I not thought. sure oh, okay definitely he definitely did at some point he did didn't he um so we had the the shocking turn of Ruby Soho at Revolu- Re- Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, so she's aligned herself with Soraya and um, Storm, and they're calling themselves the Outcasts, not the Outsiders. That's different. <laughs> Legally distinct <laughs> Outcasts. Uh, Ruby cut a really good promo that she did did this did a did a lot for this whole angle. I think. Yep. Uh, she went on about how when I she beat Chris Statlander, y'all booed. You're a bunch of cunts. Did you notice when <laughs> when she said Statlander's name and they're all cheering? She's like, "Oh, he's all love Stat, don't you?" So I was like, oh, "Are you hinting? Are you hinting?" She should be back soon. I hope so. She was bowling. You can't bowl on a broken knee. That's true. <laughs> um. So yeah. We, uh, that I I really like that promo. That's I thought it was brilliant. I thought I, it was absolutely fantastic. I think it added a lot of context to what Soraya and Storm were doing because they, they like up until now they've just went ah we're back actually fuckies <laughs> and but then Ruby comes in with a genuine gripe. It's like ah oh, you just like you've treated me like shit since I've been here, which yep kind of has a point. Um, so it I think it. It made sense for her to turn. Uh, she gave a lot of context to what that group is at. Um, and it was good work. Um, Fantastic. And then they, they had a part to play in the Rampage main event. Uh, mm. uh, there's no need to talk about Ruby versus Sky Blue. I, I couldn't even remember who her opponent was. The squash match. Nah. Um, so we got, we got a rematch uh, between Riho... And uh, Nyla Rose on Rampage, main event, out of nowhere. It's like, Here, here's your first two women's champions having a match. Yep. Um, Great match. Well, Ryoko <laughs> seemed to get a wee bit lost towards the end. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Mm. Uh, I, I know what you mean. Uh, after, from the moment the big knee drop happened. I uh, wonder, did she get hit? <laughs> maybe. It was a bit dinged. I don't know. Um... Yeah, once uh, we, we were done with that, uh, out, out come the outcasts with their spray can, and they sprayed Rio. Even uh, though Rio actually got the win. <laughs> yeah, Rio won. Yeah, but you're not gonna spray. You're not gonna spray Nyla Rose. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, yeah, spraying a big L on someone who just won a match. Yep. Yep. What? Um, I was I was actually worried that 
uh, after the match there was going to be like a fucking on TV thing between Nyla and Marina Shafir. I was like, oh no, 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 no. So when Ruby and all came turned down, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Everyone should start doing the put some shoes on chant. <laughs> to, to anyone who wrestles without shoes. Yeah, but like you say, she did, like most, that's a perfect opportunity to lean into something. Uh, nope. Yeah, for context, this was on dark. The crowd started chatting at her, put some shoes on, and she just no-sold it. Yeah. Where if you want to be a heel, you'd be like sticking your feet up on the turnbuckle and going... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> or rip the shoes off your opponent and wear them. Throw them at the crowd. Or throw them at the crowd. Fuck yeah. Anyway. Um, Danielson cut a wee promo and basically says, uh, I have to go home. Mm. After he, he has lost MJF, a well-deserved break. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, it's probably what's happening is he's he's taking a break. But yeah, that was a big angle with a super fucking payoff. So like, yeah, he has earned it. Um. Not MJF though. No. What did I didn't read out? What did he do this week? His bar for this week. I know he's doing his rebar, rebar mitzvah this week, but what did he do last week? Uh, he just caught a promo. It was showing him after the match, shouting that he couldn't hang with, that Danielson couldn't hang with him or anything like that. That's right. Directly after the match, he was all bloodied up and all. Yeah, so he, neither of them two were there in person for this one, which makes makes sense. Yep. A fucking 65-minute 60, Ironman match. Mm. Um... Hangman's done with John Moxley, but uh, Blackpool Combat Club ain't done with Dark Order or vice versa. Hmm. Hmm. But, but but maybe they've cut off more than they can chew this oh time. Oh dear. <laughs> so we we this week last week we had um who uh, fucking uh, Moxley and uh, Claudio beaten. Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Hmm. But this week, oh dear, hmm. we have Hangman Page, who's back, in case you're not done with John Moxley. And oh. we have the original yes. <laughs> Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Stu fucking Grayson. I, I it. can't wait. This one's going to be a bit stiff, I think. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee Stu shows off his strength and at one point he will backbreaker Claudio. Yeah. Claudio's getting his back broke. That, that's going to be good this week. I'm really looking forward to that because I bet the crowd's going to go fucking nuts. Yep. Um, Dave Grayson back. And this, uh, this is a one-time thing. It, they're in his hometown. That's why he's... Well, he was be back. I think anytime they're in Canada, he's happy to be there because yeah. he doesn't have to travel. Um, I think, I think he's got his first kid on the way. So, is the whole family thing he wanted to do? He's actually working for him, which is fair play to the man. But he did say, anytime you're in Canada, give me a shout because he done a wee backstage thing with him with the first time they were in Canada. But he didn't do anything in the ring. Whereas yeah. this time, he's like, ah. I'll do a match. Oh, I'll do a match with Claudio Marks and fucking Wheeler. So, <laughs> right now, can I win? Yeah, that should be good. Um, 
the tag scene then we have FTR have made their return. Um, they make their intentions known. Um, they got a big ass pop. They did. Uh, they want the titles off them ass boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think yeah. they do it? Are you going to ask me that? Because I don't know. I was going to ask. <laughs> I know. I, I don't get wrong. I like FTR, but God damn it, the best friends are rooted. Oh yeah, that's. I, I definitely want the best friends. It's not even. It's not even that I think they're owed it. It's like I would just prefer. I prefer best friends over FTR. Uh, FTR is best. better. Better. Better tag team. I am yeah. more entertained by best friends. All by time. So. 100%. Uh, uh, you love a good underdog story, like. Yeah. Plus, you know, you've got Champaretta breaking the rules. Breaking the rules. <laughs> Kill uh, me. Uh, but yeah, that's they've been there since day dot. They've always been the guys you can rely on. They've always put on fantastic matches. They've put on some of my favorite matches in the actual tag team scene. I still love that backstage parking lot. Oh role Jesus, that was so good. And then. Even the one I always remember being better than it ever should have been was the uh, Arcade Anarchy. That was fucking Oh, brilliant. yeah, yeah. That was where Statlander returned. Yeah, and busted Penelope's face open by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But, yeah, that was a great match as well. So they, they put on absolute blinder matches, and I would happily have them as my tag champs. So... Maybe FTR start doing the big sort of run up for the belts, but I think it's time for some best friends to get because they clearly weren't injured. So I don't understand what that whole thing about the pay per view was. Uh, were, I don't know. I don't know. To me, that's you're you're holding them off for something special. Then if you're not doing that with them, uh, it might have been just oh, we need a spot for Orange Cassidy. What? He, he fucking wrestled twice, did he not? Yeah, he did. What the fuck? <laughs> Or no, not in the paper. You didn't. No, but he no, he worked. That night he did. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh, like you didn't really need a reason. I guess they're like, oh, we have no room for uh, an all Atlantic match, so we'll put you in here. Mm. Uh, well, at least you got Danhausen on paper. Yeah. wrestling. Actually, wrestling, throwing some fucking suplexes. I don't think last week we made out how big a deal that just that was. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> I love it. This his, is the, the fucking comedy guy. I mean, we yep. shouldn't be surprised because Orange Cassidy has done it. And, um, I, I would put Dan Housen in that same same boat. Mm-hmm. No, but you, you, you don't really think Dan Housen can go and then you see him in the ring and he's a speedy wee bugger. And I love his suplexes. The one, the German one where he jumps in from behind you and he has the momentum and just fucks you over his head. It's amazing. Yeah. Hey, you can definitely but, suplex. Calls himself the inhuman suplex machine. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I suppose that's maybe why they did it. But I'm really hoping best friends get some get some tag team gold. That'd be nice. Yeah, just uh, I don't know. Uh, trios. Oh, oh, to see something weird this week. Uh, it's gonna be special. So House of Black have the titles. Um, then JAS win a tri- win a trios match and declare that they are the number one contenders. Uh, so they uh, that was Jericho, um, 
Guevara and Garcia. Garcia, yeah. Um, taking on top flight and AR Fox. They win, and they're all like, oh, we want title shot for a start. Should you be calling it Dice of Black? I don't know. What, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm pretty sure even Taz is like, what What are they doing? It's like, are you stupid? Um, lights go out, and carry on my wayward son starts playing. Yep, that was cool. Uh, just giving everyone the wee swerve there. Um, so we've got Don Callis and the Elite come out. I love Don Callis. Um, he's like, Jericho, you're, you're one of the best. You're the second best wrestler from Winnipeg, and if I had a couple of months to train, I'd be the th- you'd be the third. <laughs> I love that line. Like Kenny Omega being from Winnipeg and Don Carlos being from Winnipeg, uh, that that was very good. Yep. Um, so the elites is uh, no, it's us actually because look at all the shit we had to go through to get those titles. Um, uh, and then lights go out again. We actually got the House of Black between the two teams. This was really <laughs> cool. Um, the Malachi, but if you want to come and get it. Lights go out again. Uh, I really enjoyed that. That's going to be a special match. Three team trios match. I don't think I've ever seen this happen before. This is going to be bonkers. I bet it's. Uh, I bet it's like in places like AAA and all. It probably happens. May, uh, I never. I don't think I've ever seen it happen in Lucha or anything. So I'm looking forward to seeing it though. Mm. Should be pretty fucking chaotic. Hi. Uh, Takeshita on Rampage probably got his mm. biggest win yet. Mm. He uh, took down Preston Vance. I didn't think he was going to get the win, to be fair. But Don Callis was on commentary <clears> saying <throat> he'd been speaking and working with him, so this is it. Trying to see where that goes next. Good to see Big Takeshita. He's on real Doing swears. wins on TV. He's super over. Aye. Just from purely being amazing in the ring. Yep. Just from his, his actual wrestling. No promos needed, just him being incredible. Uh, also around paging a couple of wee pre tape promos from Darby, um, mm. saying he's going to be on Dynamite, uh, telling us what he what he what he's doing, <laughs> basically. Uh, and then Jungle Boy basically saying, "If you got a title, I'm coming for you." Do you know what title I think he's going to take? Which? I think he's going to be the first man to beat Hook. You think so? Yes. Not even a real title? (laughs) Yep, but I can see it happening. Like, Hook has been un-fucking-stoppable since he arrived. I see Jungle Boy actually being the man to beat him. But Hook, Hook is gearing up for his match with Stokely Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, oh... (laughs) Yeah, he's training hard for that a bit. Yeah, he's training with Matt Hardy. <laughs> See, what? Did I miss something? Yeah. You must what have. Was, that a... was that a rampage or something? I think so. Okay, must have missed that. Must have been one of the ones where you come back from an ad break and I must have just went a wee bit further. Yeah. Shit, must. Right, so I didn't know he was actually training with Matt Hardy. Uh, Who's training with Matt Hardy? Stokely or Hook? Stokely. Aye, that makes sense. That's what you meant. Oh, Hook? Hook? No! <laughs> Matt Hardy's going to train up Stokely, but I bet right. he trains them all wrong. Oh, aye, 
Cook's gonna on, murder the fuck on out. purpose. All right. Oh uh, dear. Um, and then the last thing I have written down here in a way is uh, we got Mark Briscoe coming out. Um, and basically let everyone know what the crack with the Ring of Honor World Tag Titles is. Um, this was a cool idea. Yeah, he announced the Reach for the Sky ladder match. That's not. That's going to be fucking mad. That's going to be happening at this uh, Ring of Honor event, isn't it? Yeah. Um, not sure which one's up next. Is it Death Before Dishonor? Or maybe? Supercard of Honor. Supercard of Honor. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, how many teams did he say would be in this? Eight. Eight teams. <laughs> and the first entrant is uh, the Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. Um, His Hermanos. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's good that they um, doing something with that. Um, obviously, mm. yeah, they, uh, uh, I guess it wouldn't really be right for uh, Mark Briscoe just to get an or partner. It's probably the right thing. All right. All right. I could see him maybe being world champion again. Well, he's... No, it was, it was Jay that was world champion. Oh, was it Jay that was yeah. world champ? Yep. Well, I definitely see him being world champion then. Jay was two-time world champion. I. It looks like Mark's going to be feuding with Joe, though, for the TV title. Oh, to begin good with. shout, actually. Good shout. Um, and then Eddie Kingston's going to be going for the world title. Mm. Which I think, yeah, make him, make him champion. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's about does us then for this week. Mm. Um, we're out of time. Yep, out of time and out of money. Producers waving at us that we don't. Actually, have. I'm out of money thanks to Cheltenham fucking horses. Oh, do you have a bad time? I had a bad time. I I got <laughs> one, I got one winner today, and there's still a week to go. So there, you never know, folks. I, I might be uh, broadcasting from a cardboard box next week if horses don't keep keep letting me down. Don't bet your house on the horses. <laughs> That's always good advice. I love the fact that I still, even from a cardboard box, will still have my internet and my computer and everything to still do the podcast. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Yep. Yep. You could never do a lose, podcast from a cardboard box. I'd lose the house, just not everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> but. Right, well, Stu's audio quality takes a dip next week. <laughs> we will see Only you later. Bye. Bye.